Hey everyone, welcome to the Sacred Souls Podcast. I'm Ariel Heather and this is episode 11. And I wanted to come on today and discuss and share with you my journey to explanting and to just kind of update you on my breast cancer journey. If you follow me on Instagram or social media, you will see that about a week ago, I posted that I made the decision to get out my implants. And just to back up a little bit from there, you know, if you do follow me or if you don't, I was diagnosed with triple negative breast cancer back in October 2019. And when we did the double mastectomy surgery in November, they also did implant reconstruction at the same time so that I wouldn't be completely flat. And honestly, I didn't really do, I researched a lot about the cancer and about the treatment options and what I wanted to do with that. But the implants, they weren't really something that I researched that much because since that was kind of like the physical aspect of it and like aesthetic aspect, I really wasn't concerned on that. I was more concerned with like the cancer aspect of everything. So once I found out I was getting that surgery, I did start to notice that people were talking about breast implant illness and how they were bad for you. But again, I kind of, and I believed it, but I was just like, well, everything is so rushed right now and I need to do the surgery. And I do want to mention, because people assume this and ask me this all the time, that I was forced into getting implants or that I didn't have an option. I did have an option. No one forced me. My doctor did not force me. No one did. You know, they didn't say, you have to get this done. They didn't say, we think you should get this done. They literally said, like, this is an option. You decide and we'll do whatever you want us to do. And so I did choose the implants. So just really want to reiterate, I was not forced into it. The last time I did post about it, I was getting some messages saying that it was really sad that I didn't have a choice and that I was forced into this. And it just really bothered me because I never said I was forced into it. I never said I didn't have a choice. I 100% did. This was my choice. And I'm sure that maybe other people were forced into things sometimes. You know, I'm not going to say that doesn't happen. I think it's unfair for people to just assume that that happens to every single person and that there aren't like good people out there and that kind of like owning your decisions. So yeah, so I got that surgery and about a month and a half after surgery, for the month and a half, I felt completely fine, you know, just the normal like recovery from surgery. And once it became to the month and a half part uh, point, I just started to feel like my body was shutting down. It was like every day a new symptom, a new problem. And I started to think intuitively that you know, I think my body is rejecting the implants or something is going on with the implants because the reason why I feel like it's so such a sure thing for me and so easy for me to recognize. Obviously, yes, I am intuitive and I'm very in tune with my body, but I'm 32 years old and up until October 2019 with cancer, like I was never really sick. I don't take any medication for anything. I don't take any supplements. And, you know, I am a healthy person minus the cancer. But other than that, you know, I always feel well. And even when I had cancer, I felt totally fine. It was kind of strange, you know, to say that I even had it because I'm like, I feel fine. So after surgery, a month and a half afterwards, it's like all of a sudden I feel horrible. And do you think to yourself, well, what changed? You know, everything was fine. Then I had the surgery. And the only thing that changed is now there's implants in there. So that really helped me kind of narrow down what the possibility could be, what the cause could be, because really what else can it be? I mean, I really don't believe that one day I just wake up in life and have a million problems. Like that doesn't make sense to me. 
So I started keeping track of everything and monitoring everything. And just to give you a list of some symptoms that I was having, you know, I started researching the whole breast implant illness thing. And it says that there were like 75 symptoms that you could possibly have. And I definitely didn't have 75. I mean, I know it's different for everyone, but I just want to tell you the ones that I had. I had started to get dark circles under my eyes. I started to get lower back pain. I started to get digestive issues where I just felt like really bloated all the time and having like stomach pain. I kept hearing ringing in my left ear like all the time. I felt dizzy when I stood up. Trying to think what else. I just was feeling like the other thing was this is really important was heat intolerance. So before surgery, I did hot yoga all the time, like not every day, but three to four times a week. And after surgery, when I was cleared to go back to doing it, I tried a few times and I would make it halfway through. And all of a sudden I would just feel so sick. Like I actually ended up running out of class into the bathroom because I thought I was going to have to throw up and I couldn't go back. I didn't throw up, but I couldn't go back in. And after that, I was like, okay, I, for some reason, I just can't go back to hot yoga, I guess. And after doing some research, I saw that other women were saying that they started to have this heat intolerance. So, and I also researched too that it says that technically the implants are not supposed to be heated over 98.6 degrees, which is like your own body temperature. And obviously, your body temperature raises when you're in hot yoga. You know, it's like 100, at least 100 degrees in the one that I would do. And I always loved the heat. Like, I have a house in Arizona. I hate the cold. Like, I'd always rather be hot. And I never think it's like too hot. And so the fact that this was happening was like, okay, this is really strange. Like, I cannot tolerate the heat anymore. So, needless to say, I haven't been back to hot yoga since, I guess, December or January. So that was hard to like give up that practice in my life. So the heat intolerance thing, that was pretty big. And then the biggest thing that was like life altering for me is that I had no energy. Like I could not get out of bed. I couldn't even like lift my phone to send a text. Like that was too much energy for me to do. And, you know, I feel like I'm a strong person and have like a high pain tolerance. And, you know, I can definitely ignore things for a while and be with dealing with some things. But if I can't function and if I can't get out of bed, that to me is like where it needs to like be looked at because I am all about quality of life. And that is the reason why I had declined chemo is because I feel like I'd rather live my life to the fullest, even if it was for, we don't know if the cancer is going to come back within three years at stage four. That's what they say. There's a 30% possibility. And so I turned down chemo because I thought that I would rather live my life to the fullest, even if it was going to come back, than be bedridden or poison my body or not be able to do what I wanted to do for a maybe, well, they said it would only be a 12% decrease by doing chemo. So to me, that wasn't worth it. And, you know, my whole point is I didn't turn down chemo just to be bedridden from something else. So as long as I can control it, if I could. So it was very concerning to me. And that's where I was like, all right, I need to look into this further because I can, like I said, I can tolerate all of those symptoms with different elements in my body. But if I can't get out of bed, that's where I draw the line. So I went to my plastic surgeon, Dr. Chopra, and he, I told him what I was starting to feel and he completely believed me. He was very supportive. He was like, I really want to help you get to the bottom of this. And he suggested that I see a naturopath 
just to take some more detailed tests so we can figure out just some levels in my body. And he also said to get like a regular blood panel done. So I went to, I had scheduled an appointment with a naturopath that my friend recommended to me. But in the meantime, before I had that appointment, I went to my regular doctor just to get the blood work done. And I told her everything that was going on. And she looked at me and she said, please don't think that I think you're crazy, but how about you try Prozac? And I mean, when she said that, I wasn't going to like give her my whole opinion about all of that, but I'm not into any medication like that whatsoever. I've never taken anything like that. And I honestly know in my heart that that's not what I need. So, I mean, I just said like, no, I'm okay. But I mean, I just think it's crazy that I tell someone all of these symptoms and that's what they think the answer is Prozac when I have no history of like anything like mental going on or an imbalance or, you know, and it's fine if like you do take Prozac, but I just really don't think that that is what is the right diagnosis and the right treatment for what I was talking about. So she did the blood work and I just started to realize that outside of my plastic surgeon, the breast implant illness is really not that right recognized in the Western medical field. And I was starting to see how I was going to be up against these obstacles when it came to Western medicine. And that's why I was so grateful for my plastic surgeon, because he actually believes me and he deals with this all the time. And he actually won't even do breast implants in his practice unless it is for cancer patients, because he knows the effects that they have. And he's constantly doing these explant surgeries, which is amazing. So after that, I went to the naturopath and we they also believed me, which was good. And, you know, they didn't suggest Prozac or anything. And we did a bunch of different tests. We did this one test, which is called OAT test. It stands for organic acid test. And that test is basically it looks at different systems in your body and it sees in your gut and just kind of what your body is processing, if anything, and if there's bacteria and different toxins and it's very, very detailed. So I took that one. And then I also took an adrenal test, which tests your adrenals, the function of it to see what's going on. And that one, it it tests you different times of the day so that it could really gauge when you're producing your adrenaline or the cortisol and how it's being produced. And it creates a better picture because, you know, if you just took it like right before bed, you know, that's just going to be a snapshot in time right before bed, but they need to see a more like a a bigger view of everything that's going on. So I did that test. And then I also did more blood work that was just more detailed about heavy metals and stuff like that. So those tests took about two to three weeks to come back. And luckily, I did have some blood work done, basic blood work done before my surgery because I needed it for my pre-op clearance. So that was good because I was able to, we were both, the naturopath and I, we were able to compare the blood work to something before the implants were in. And when we did go over the oat test and the adrenal test, it turns out that my adrenals, they were pretty much not even producing cortisol whatsoever. They were completely shot. And she was like, this is why you're so tired. Like your adrenal system is shot. And it was like the lowest, there's this chart that it shows you basically of like what the levels should be. And it was at the lowest, lowest possible spot. So that was interesting. And like it wasn't in my mind and that like there was actually, you know, something going on. 
Then for the organic acid test, there was like a million problems in that test. It was showing that I was, my body was trying to eliminate toxins. I mean, it doesn't, that test specifically doesn't say which toxin necessarily or where it's coming from, but it just tells you like, okay, there are toxins in your body and it's trying to eliminate them. It was talking about how there was an overgrowth of certain bacteria in my gut and in my system, a bunch of different things. But what was also really surprising is that it turns out that the test showed that there was mold in my body that my digestive system was trying to process out. And, you know, mold didn't even cross my radar because I didn't even know this test tested for mold and I wasn't even thinking of mold. So I was so shocked. And I was like, and I said to the naturopath, I'm like, where do you think this is? Where does the mold come from? And she said, that she had had a patient who had breast implant illness who had mold on their implants. So, you know, she was like, I'm not saying that's what it is. Said she wasn't like a specialist, obviously, in implants, but she was like, that's something you can ask your doctor. And then I asked her if like maybe my apartment and my environment can be an issue because I had moved into the apartment that I was living in two weeks before surgery. So the timing is also kind of in line with that. And she said, yeah, it definitely can be your apartment. So I figured I would test my apartment before it's much harder, obviously, to test, you know, the implants. So I thought process of elimination, let me test the apartment first. So I had this woman who is certified in mold testing in the environment come down and to test my apartment. She did a bunch of tests and she sent them out for a culture. And a week later, she called me back and she said that there was mold in my apartment, but it was a different strand than what showed up in the test. But to be fair and just to be more clear about that, that test I took did not test for the specific strand of mold that was in my apartment. So we don't know for sure. So like that mold could also be in my body, but we didn't test for that. So either way, now we know that there is mold definitely in my apartment, maybe also coming from the implants, but not sure about that. So I ended up moving about a month ago out of that apartment into a different place, which is much better so that I could at least get rid of that problem because that was easy to, not that moving's easy, but that was easy to eliminate that. So after I had these symptoms, just backing up a bit, I, again, you know, I've never been like bedridden to the point where I can't get out of bed, you know, if it wasn't for surgery, I've never felt that low of energy and I've never had all of these symptoms, especially all at once. So I was really trying to do some inner work and reflection and meditations and just trying to test out would work because I am all about healing yourself from the inside out. And I do feel like we have the power and the ability to heal ourselves. So one day when I just couldn't take it anymore and I was just so confused, like trying to find answers and waiting for test results and all of that, I called up one of my girlfriends who lives in Sedona and she is an amazing psychic. And I just wanted to reach out to her because I thought, you know, could she just maybe look into the situation and tell me if it's the implants or not? Because, you know, there's always the option of getting them out. But in my opinion, I did not want to just jump to that conclusion and jump to that option unless we know for sure that that's what it is, because it's just kind of extreme. So I'm like, I really want to narrow this down as much as I can before I make that decision. So she looked into it and with intuitively, and she was saying that it was my body starting to reject them. It could be reversed, which I agree. But I was like, at this point, I'm not even sure how to reverse it. But I was like, but I'll do anything. Like, what do you suggest? So she also was mentioning to me that I did have some trauma that went on with 
some people in my life like right after surgery. And she said that that the timing of that and the intenseness of that was basically making my body reject the implants and making the healing process slow down and not work because of all the trauma like that I was holding in that area, which, you know, makes sense because I do help a lot of people with that in general, but I wasn't even really thinking of that for myself, to be honest. So, you know, I asked her like, okay, well, how do I clear it again? Like I'll do anything. So she started telling me to like journal and to do all these different like little ceremonies and different things and to really reflect and to dig deep and release and basically just look at some situations that happened from a different perspective and to really own it and to kind of release with love. So I immediately hung up with her. I did what she said to do. I dug deep. I journaled pages and pages of stuff to get it out of my system. And the next day, I this is before COVID and quarantine started. The next day, I decided that I wanted to try to go to Palm Springs for the night, which was an hour and a half drive from where I live, which doesn't sound that far. But when you can't even like get out of bed, that would be like a huge deal. So I just thought to myself, like, okay, I'm all into power of belief and positive thinking and manifestation. So I kind of thought, I'm just going to book this hotel tomorrow because that's putting out there in the universe and in my energy field that I am better. So I booked it. And the next day I did feel well enough. Like I'm not saying I was 100% better the next day. I wasn't. But I felt actually well enough to drive there. So And I was worried because I thought like, well, what if I get tired and all this stuff? But I was like, nope, like just focus, think positive. Like I already have it booked and like this is part of the healing process. Like you really just have to convince yourself that you are better because, you know, your thoughts chemically, we know this now as a fact scientifically, if you listen to Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, they will affect your cells and your body and your genetics. So I'm like, I need to convince myself and to just embrace that I am healed. So I drove to Palm Springs and the whole day I was feeling like like a lot better than before. I mean, I was able to drive an hour and a half and I had energy and I was in a hotel with my dog and like a, a new environment for the night. But then that night I did crash and I did feel like no energy again, which kind of worried me because I was like, okay, is this not working? You know, I thought I was making so much progress. But then the next day, but I didn't lose faith and hope that I was on the road to recovery. And the next day I did feel even better than the day before I drove back because, you know, I only was staying there for the night. And basically like 48 hours from the time that I had talked to my friend until and after I did like all of that release and purging, I felt like 90% better. And then within a week, I was 100% better. I do have still a few symptoms from the breast implant illness that I'll get into, but I just wanted to let you know, like my energy was back every single day. I was able to get out of bed. I was able to function. Pain was gone. So many things cleared up just like that. And it was just... I could not believe it. I mean, I believe in that and that's the work I do, but I guess what it's for yourself. It's so powerful to see the magic and the healing that actually really does work if you really put your mind to it. And maybe I had to go through all of that so that I could feel all of the pain that some people go through because like I said, I had never had any of those symptoms in my entire life. So 
after that, I thought, okay, I guess I fixed the implants and everything will be fine. But I still didn't really feel like comfortable with them. Like I still felt like something was off in my body. Like I didn't, cause I didn't still feel 100%. And I don't think it's okay to just feel like good or okay. Like I think you should feel amazing, you know, and know that everything is okay as much as possible in your body. So, you know, I was still thinking like, should I get the implants out? You know, this is a huge decision. And then COVID hit. So I'm like, all right, well, nothing's going on anyway in the medical field. So I have some time to think about it. So I really took that time to reflect and not rush any decision. And a little while after that, I started to develop pain in my right breast. And that is the side where the tumor was. The pain was not in the same spot. It was just around it. And it started to look like the implant was actually shifting, which, you know, I was like, am I crazy? Like, can this even be possible? Like, I don't know. (laughs) So, but I mean, the pain was real and really was shifting. And I had talked to my doctor on the phone and he said, take some pictures to send to me so that I can look at it. And it wasn't until I took those pictures where it was so apparent to me how much it had shifted. And so I'm like, okay, this something is off. Something's definitely off. And again, like more time went by because I just thought like maybe it will go away. And again, everything is closed. But at the same time as all of this, probably a few weeks after that, my breast doctor, she remained open and I had a follow-up from with her from surgery. It was like a four-month follow-up to do a breast ultrasound because that is part of my like screening treatment is to every few months check the breast, uh, the chest wall and the for the breast cancer to see if it comes back or not. So I went there and she was doing an ultrasound and I told her that I was having this pain and can she look into that with the ultrasound in any way and see if there was maybe something that she can see. And so when she was looking, she said that scar tissue was starting to form around the implant and encapsulate it. And she did say that the right side was actually now two centimeters higher than the left one. And you can be sure that when, you know, my plastic surgeon is amazing and very meticulous and he measured and he did when I was done with that first surgery, like they were completely even (laughs) and in in alignment with each other. And it looked like really, really good. I was so surprised because I didn't know if, no, not because of his ability, but I was was just surprised because I had no idea what it would look like for me, like having that kind of surgery and having implants, but it, it actually did look really good. And so the fact that, you know, now this is two centimeters higher, like obviously there's something to say for that and there's something going on. So I had contacted my plastic surgeon after I left the breast doctor and I said, you know, this is what's going on. She saw this in the ultrasound. Like, what do you think? And he said that he could do a surgery where he cuts out the scar tissue. And I said, well, could the scar tissue grow? back. And he was like, honestly, yeah, it is a possibility. So I mean, at that point, I'm like, you know what, like, I just want them out because I hated having surgery. And my goal is to not have more or to have as little surgeries as you possibly can. And so I'm like, what path will can I take that will guarantee me or at least try to guarantee me the least amount of surgeries and getting them out is to me, that path because you just have one more surgery, you get them out, and then hopefully we can just be done with this and move on. So I had told him like a few weeks after that, that I had decided to make the decision to get them out. And, you know, it wasn't a decision I made overnight. And I am aware, oh, I'm not even aware of how it will look, but like I'm aware it might not look completely normal, quote unquote normal. But I honestly don't even care anymore because my body does not define who I am, doesn't define who anyone is. And I hope that this could be 
eye-opening to someone if you are going through anything like this or any physical issues or body image issues or anything like that. Because what's really important to me is that you feel good. And, you know, it's nice to look good. Like, obviously, like, who's like, oh, I want to look bad today, you know? Like, no, that's probably not something that we think. But if the option is to quote unquote, look good, but feel horrible, or maybe not look as good, but feel amazing. Like I'd rather do the second option because I want to function in life. And I'm a very, very active person. I always like to be doing stuff. It's hard enough during this quarantine time, like not doing everything. It was hard enough going through the surgery where I couldn't even get out of bed just because I was in recovery. So I'm like, what can I do to just really make sure that I'm back on track and living my life to the fullest? Because you know, you, you do never know what's going to happen or if cancer would come back. And I don't think that every day or anything like that whatsoever. But I'm just saying, you know, life, it's so unpredictable. And to me, you might as well feel the best that you possibly can. So that is how I came to that decision. And I had talked to my doctor and we scheduled it and it's for June 16th. But just to really put the nail in the coffin here, <laughs> about two weeks ago, I felt a lump in the right breast. Again, like obviously if you're noticing a theme, the right side is a huge problem here. <laughs> so it's like never ending. So I had found this lump and I'm like, that's weird because there's not supposed to be anything in there besides an implant. So like what kind of lump would this be? And I had also just been to the breast doctor for my ultrasound and nothing was there. So first I was kind of like, all right, well, I'm just going to ignore it because they're coming out anyway. So it's like, what is the point? Like we know that even if it was something like it's coming out, but then my paranoia set in and I'm like, maybe I should just go to the doctor and just have her check one more time because I don't know, just because it, it was kind of right near where the tumor was and it was the same side and I just felt like I should just get a check. So I did go to her and she did another ultrasound and she did a biopsy and it turns out that it is breast tissue that was kind of like snuck into like underneath the nipple area and got stuck there and got left behind. And it's not like a big amount or anything. And my doctor did an amazing job, but sometimes it can get like suctioned there. So either way, if I wasn't having the implants taken out, I would have to have another surgery because there could not be any breast tissue there because of the cancer. Like that was the whole point of why I got the double mastectomy me was because like the breast tissue needs to come out. So now that I'm having the explant surgery anyway, you know, my plastic surgeon, he's just going to cut that out while he's in there. But it's like, it just was another sign to me that these need to come out <laughs> and that there's going to be these like issues. And also I was thinking too, that once I get them out, like, let's just say, God forbid, if a tumor ever came back, I feel like it would might be easier to even detect if there weren't implants there because nothing will be there and it'll just be easier. So in all aspects, I feel like I will feel better mind, body, and soul. And honestly, this whole thing has just taken up too much of my energy and it's been a distraction. And like I am feeling a lot better, but it's just, it's not necessary in my opinion. And I do want to heal in general and my cancer naturally and holistically. And having the implants, I realized kind of contradicts that because they are foreign objects that aren't 
really good for you in your body. And I honestly think that that energy is like conflicting with what I really believe in my heart and what I want for my body. And that's also what's causing this resistance. So and I also just want to mention the symptoms that I still do have. They're obviously not that bad because I'm able to completely function. But the symptoms that I still do have from the implants are the dark circles under my eyes, the ringing in my ears, the heat intolerance is now to the point where even if I'm outside walking my dog and it's like hot, I feel nauseous and I have to like come back inside. So like I really can't be in heat. Oh, and the digestive issues. I still was feeling bloated and I was I started to take a probiotic because intuitively I just felt like that's what I needed to do. So I did and it's been helping. But I talked to my naturopath yesterday and today or tomorrow, I'm actually going to retake all of those tests before the implants come out because I do want to track my progress and I want to see and be able to show people too, like in case they're going through this, like what helped, what what you could do to help it, what kind of progress I've been making. And just so that I know too, and so I can compare it to after the implants come out, I'll be taking those tests again so I can see for sure, you know, like, okay, this was definitely the implants or maybe this is a new problem that somehow randomly occurred. I really don't think it's going to be these new problems that randomly occurred. I don't think it's random at all because, again, for 32 years, I was totally fine. <laughs> and then after the surgery, everything's messed up. So, but I will have that documented because I want this like scientifically or medically documented and I want to have this proof so I could know for sure like what's going on inside my body because like numbers don't lie and these tests don't like they're not wrong now I do have like this baseline where I can compare it to so that is my plan as of right now so I really hope that this gave you some insight you know and if you are going through any illness or breast implant illness or just anything in general, you know, I'm always here to talk and to give my opinion or to give advice and just know that I do have like a completely different school of thought with like a lot of things. So just know like where this advice will be coming from. But I just really want people to feel empowered and to know that we have choices and we can heal ourselves and storing trauma or grief or sad or anything that we're storing in our body emotionally, it really can cause illness and disease. And I feel like I'm proof of that, especially like with the cancer, you know, my cancer had nothing to do with hormones, which a lot of breast cancer, most of them do have to do with that. And that's why this is called triple negative because it's negative for the all the different receptors. So that kind of leaves it to be an energetic thing, in my opinion. And, you know, I've done enough reflection where I'm pretty sure I know we're where all of that stemmed from, but I was able to see and really reflect and see how my actions or other people's actions or how I was interpreting things and my perspective really can make me sick. And, you know, it's the same for you guys. Like you can, I'm sure a lot of like illness or any medical issues you have, I most likely know I can help you figure out it's stemming from something that happened to you emotionally or something that you're holding on to. I don't really don't think that these things are random at all. So I hope this was helpful to you guys. And I really wanted to share my story so that you guys can get something out of it and know that you're not alone and that it's okay to take these chances and make these bold decisions because like I'll, once I am done with the surgery, like I'll be able to show you that everything is still okay. 
And if not, like just okay, like it's much better. So I'm on a mission to show you guys that and to have myself be healthy and just have like uh, like a drama person. And I feel the same way when it comes to medical issues. So I'd like to go back to like, I never go to the doctor, like before the whole cancer thing, I would just go to the doctor like once a year for my physical. And that was literally it. So I would love to go back to just that kind of popping in and out and monitoring the cancer with the breast doctor. But other than that, I would really like to just have that all be over with and to move on and power on. So I hope you guys enjoyed my speech here about my breast implant illness journey and explant journey. And um, I'll talk to you guys next week.